Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad podcast with Chris Finn, a production of P4S Golf. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad. I'm your host, Chris Finn, and I'm here today, uh, actually honored here today to be uh, with one of the legends of, of teachers uh, in the game, uh, Brian Gathright. And for those of you who are top 100 teachers, uh, he also, um, and this is a pretty impressive award, uh, but in 2020, uh, the Harvey Pennick Teacher of the Year Award as well. So this guy, and there's many more, but in the interest of trying to keep this under 30 minutes, I, I won't go through every one of his accolades. But uh, we're so excited to have you here, Brian. Thanks so much for being here. And uh, like, welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad. Chris, it's a pleasure. And thank you very much. Um, I uh, will be honest with you. I, I'm, as I told you uh, prior to us going on, I'm probably the worst person on our entire team to be doing this because uh, I, I don't run our fitness program. My son Hunter does, and and Arthur Robinson over in our San or our uh, Houston based location at, at Sweetwater and Sugarland. But uh, Hunter just moved over here with me, and uh, they're getting ready to have a baby. So I'm going to be a grandfather again here pretty sick, wow. uh, pretty soon. I'm really excited about that. But uh, you mentioned the Harvey Penick Award, and I'd, I'd I'd be remiss if I didn't say a couple of things just for a second. Um, I had the good fortune back in, in the early 90s. I actually was Harvey Penick's original director of instruction. I worked side by side with Harvey for about three years before he passed away. And uh, every time I get an opportunity to, to speak to anyone about the game of golf, um, uh, there are two people that I, I always have to credit my ability to be able to do that. One of them, obviously, Harvey Penick, and he took an amazing interest in me and and uh, gave me the opportunity to do what I do. And uh, going way back uh, into the 70s, I had the good fortune to play two years of junior college football as a place kicker for a, a true legend in junior college coaching, a, a gentleman named Harold Hearn, who just coincidentally uh, retired and, and lives in San Antonio now. And uh, someone that taught me it was okay to not treat everybody the same, not try to make everybody do the same thing, not 
Uh, and that's one of the great lessons. I, I didn't realize I was learning it at the time, but I did. And, and uh, Coach Hearn's been an, an incredible influence on me. And, and so I, I do go back to a lot of time spent in the weight room, a lot of time spent in the gym and, and understand the importance of it. And, and I'm probably what you would say in, in your world, I'm just, just knowledgeable enough to be dangerous. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like me in the instruction world, except probably not as, not as, not as knowledgeable as you in the fitness world, but yeah, I, I always love uh, when you, we have a, an amazing guest on, and the first thing is they say that they're the they're the worst one on their team. Uh, to me, that's always a sign of, of true greatness, great leadership, and uh, another reason why I'm excited to have you here. But uh, but Brian, you know, I think one of the reasons that I wanted to start doing this pod, and the reasons why you know people ask golf, we you know we we try to do kind of the educational side is really trying to find people like yourself who, who are in the instructional world, who understand the technical side, but also see the value of the fitness side of things and be able to connect for listeners. I think a lot of times golfers don't necessarily draw those connections of how the body impacts what you can do in the golf swing. And, and you know, I think there's always a unique perspective when you have an instructor, somebody who's like tried to get somebody to swing into out when they don't rotate or move in any way, shape or form possible to do so. Um, or, you know, whatever the, the thing is that they come in trying to do, cause they think that's what they need to do. I would just love to hear and, and share with the listeners kind of a little bit about the journey that you've had through your career and, and how you've gotten to the point where you are so in tune with, with the body and its impacts, uh, in terms of what golfers can and can't do or should and shouldn't be doing. Well, a, a couple of things. And, and one of the things that I go back, uh, I've been so blessed and, and I look back to my time with Harvey and, and also, you know, since then, uh, I've, I've had some amazing players. I, uh, uh, was very fortunate. Uh, a, a gentleman showed up on my door because of a mutual friend, uh, uh, back in, in the, uh, late nineties, Noda Begay and, uh, Noda reached, reached out and asked, could he come watch me teach, uh, one day and, you know, Chris, most people, when they hear that, you would think, okay, he'll probably show up, watch a couple of lessons, maybe <laughs> ask a question or two. And uh, Noda was there when I got there uh, th that morning. And I, I, I'm still kind of a dinosaur in the industry. I go at it really hard. I, I teach all day, every day. And uh, Noda got there, and I think I started then. I, I Now I start at 7. Then I started, I think, at 8 o'clock. And he stayed literally all day long. He did go get something to eat around lunch and came back. And, and at the end of the day, um, long story short, he asked me to watch him hit a few balls. He was doing uh, uh, some of the Mo Norman stuff at that point mm -hmm. in time, had yep. the, the 10 finger grip, which I didn't change initially. It's probably why he didn't, uh, uh, didn't run for the hills and not yeah. come back. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, not to go through his entire career, but uh, it, that was in 1997. Uh, I worked with him for about an hour and a half, probably that late that afternoon, almost until dark. Uh, didn't hear from him for three months. <laughs> wow. Kind of, that That's was wild. kind of a typical kind of deal with Noda. And then uh, yeah. three months later, he called me and asked, could I come to Albuquerque? And I flew out to Albuquerque, worked with him for three days out there. Yeah. And then didn't hear from him for another two or three months. And at that point in time, he had gotten conditional status on uh, what was then the Nike tour, which now the Corn Ferry tour. 
And uh, he called me right after that and he goes, hey, I've really been doing what what we're working on and I'd love love for you to be my coach. And we talked for a minute and I said, well, I want to make sure that we have the same idea of what a coach is, because if this <laughs> is what we've been doing. I don't think I'm your guy, but uh, yeah, and we've got an amazing relationship. And I consider him one of my absolute dearest friends, even till this day, I was actually texting back and forth with him on Sunday about something. And, yeah. and, um, but, but a long story short, uh, you know, that year was magical in that uh, Nota shot 59. And, and I'm very mm -hmm. proud to say at this point in time now, uh, there have been nine rounds of 59 on the Corn Ferry slash Nike nationwide tour. And uh, I happen to have coached two of those players. Mac That's Meister cool. did it this wow. past year and has this PGA Tour card now. But um, anyway, long story short with Nota, Nota got uh, his card that year by finishing second four times on the on the Nike Tour, yep. and then over the next eleven months he won four times on the PGA Tour. Is one of the most rapid rises to to success. He was 18th in the world, and uh, all of that kind of came to a crashing halt in the winter of 2000 after he had made the President's Cup team. He had won four times. Uh, he had beat Retief Goosen in the singles in the President's Cup. Uh, he and Tiger had beaten Arnie and Vijay twice. And, uh, you know, the world, he had the world by the tail. His That year in the majors, he finished 38th at the Masters, 22nd at the U.S. Open at Pebble, uh, 18th at the Open Championship at St. Andrews, and then had the top 10 uh, to make the President's Cup team. I've always respected uh, Captain Venturi that year. Ken Venturi was a captain. And on Tuesday, he pulled Noda aside and said, Noda, you don't have international experience. I'm just going to tell you, you're going to have to make the team on your own. I'm not going to give you a captain's pick. And although Noda didn't really like it at that point in time, because Tiger was really lobbying for him, yeah. I respected Ken for doing that with him. And he walked back over to the range after the conversation. I knew something was wrong. And he looked at me and he goes, no, we're okay. I got to get it done. And to make enough points to do that, he had the top 10 that week and he birdied 17, 18 on Sunday to finish eighth. And uh, needless to say, that walk up the hill behind the 18th green at Valhalla was pretty special for both of I us. I can only and, imagine. And, um, you know, that December, he tore two discs uh, between L4 and L5 and L5 and S1 with a weight belt on doing a deadlift in the gym and uh, to this day, it really hadn't affected his golf swing. He still swings at it as well as ever. Yeah. The problem is when he was trying to play at that point in time, the walking was killing him. Yeah. And if he played the pro-am on Wednesday, which you had to do by Thursday and Friday, uh, by the end of the day on Friday, I mean, it was, it was almost impossible for him to finish because he just, his back would completely lock up. So. Needless to say, I've always, I, he and Tiger worked out a ton. I got to witness a lot of that. Uh, like I said, I, I told you before we went on, I, I've, I've seen a lot more in the gym than I probably have done. But my background yeah. coming all the way back to football growing up in Texas, we spent a lot of time in the gym doing doing some things right and a lot of things wrong. But uh, my son, Hunter Gathright, kind of led me on this journey uh, several years ago. He's always, since since early on in his life, had a passion for the body and understanding movement. And, and really, uh, he's a level three certified TPI 
uh, trainer. Mm -hmm. uh, he studied under David Wack and, and did that for a long time with the Wack method. But he actually had two degenerative discs in his back and, and had a back episode in his mid-20s. And he sought out uh, the guys with Gota. And there was a guy named Gil Bosch, Joe, uh, uh, Jose Bosch, uh, who was not a fitness guy, just knew he was having a terrible time with his back. He'd studied under Peter Goscu and had done a lot uh, just to help himself get better. And uh, this was in the day of the old big v, you know, video cameras and VCR and VHS yeah, tapes. And he just set his camera up in front of the TV and would video anything that in movement. And, and one of the things that he discovered watching a basketball game one day he saw Michael Jordan make a move, a crossover move, and he noticed something. And, and I'm going to share a story that I, I picked up something the other day, just fast forwarding through a golf telecast that we'll talk about in just a minute. But um, the interesting thing is when he went back and looked at it, he then turned the camera on himself coming down the hallway and tried to make the same move. And he noticed that his foot moved in the opposite direction when he did the crossover that Michael Jordan's move did. And, and Gil started studying at that point in time, all the greats that basically had remained non-contact injury free throughout their career, studying guys' movement, movement patterns, their walking, their running, their gait, uh, with, with people that had not basically been injured right. through non-contact. There's nothing you can do in football about, you know, somebody blowing out a knee on you, but, yeah. but the non-contact issues. And they noticed a similarity in movement. And one of the things that that when my son came to me uh, uh, after he had, and, and like I said, this had been years through, he he had done a bunch with TPI, he had done a bunch with David Weck. When he started initially with the GoTo guys, he really immersed himself in it, had a passion for it. And the, the thing that I, I'll never forget this conversation, he asked me, he said, Dad, he said, what do you, do you think Brooks Kepka is a really good athlete? And I said, well, here's what I'll tell you. I think if you divided, if, if Brooks Kepka was one of 12 guys and you were picking sides, he's going to be first pick. And, and then you can tell yeah. me what sport we're playing, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Hunter made the comment, he goes, well, how come he can't stay healthy? And one of the things that we overlook in golf, and, and I do it quite regularly, I just got back from San Diego, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, was out there for the tour event. And, you know, as a coach in practice rounds, I'm walking 17, 18, 20,000 steps in a round. Right. And you watch these golfers and yes, they're training. Yes, they're working hard. Yes, they're in the gym. And it's imperative for them too, because uh, I think back to my time with Harvey Penick. Harvey said when he had coached the University of Texas golf team for 32 years. And one of the things that Harvey made the comment, uh, someone asked him one time what had been the biggest change he had seen. And Harvey said, well, when he began coaching at the University of Texas, he said he got all the non-athletes. And he said, by the time he finished, the tight ends were playing golf. <laughs> and, and that was <laughs> That's a bit of an evolution. <laughs> and, and that was the evolution of it. And we're seeing that now. I mean, you see Rory, you see, uh, obviously, we talked about Brooks, Dustin Johnson, whatever. Well, you tour you, you see it even in the junior game. You see how fast these oh, kids are coming. Totally. You're seeing it. it's, it's, that's where I see it the most like uh, profound and just pronounced is how 
how much better the athletes have gotten even in the last 10 years uh, that the kids that are coming in. No question. And that's one of the things that's that I mentioned that, uh, you know, Hunter just moved over to River Crossing here in in uh, Spring Branch, which is just on the north side of San Antonio. And the reason that he's here is I want to do what he's done for us over in, in the Sugarland market is get those young players moving healthy, great functional movement, great movement patterns and and really trying to develop those athletes at a much younger age and, and doing that. And, and I'm super excited about it. And we're going to incorporate that in all of our programming here. And you, I, I know watching what you do and, and your team, it's so important, uh, as, as you know, to be a, to be strong and be, uh, be healthy, most importantly. And, and I think it is the wave of the future. It's where we're headed. And, and certainly if, if we're not leading, well, we're following, and and certainly we're trying to to step out and do some things a little differently than than you know other people in the industry. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. For sure. So, and I guess where, like, if you had to pick the top, like, for somebody listening who maybe knows nothing about how the body's connected, like, top, like, two, you know, top one or two things that, that you see or that you focus on with your players, like you know, we're talking about moving well and how that positively will impact their swing and their health. Where do you tend to go first? Where do you, what do you look at? Well, the one thing that uh, I've learned, and like I said, I've learned all of this because I've, I've been lucky. I, uh, Ricky Stanzi and Gary Scheffler, who really are the face of GOTA right now, we've uh, done some a lot of work together. Last week, as a matter of fact, uh, Ricky and Hunter and I spent probably an hour and 15 minutes on the phone talking about uh, a move that I caught with Rory, uh, just fast forwarding through a golf channel coverage, looking at the American Express tournament. 
And uh, I saw him do something with his left foot uh, that that uh, it was it was interesting where the pressure goes and how it goes toward the the front of the foot and everything. That's what I believe and what we've taught. But but the one thing that my son told me a long time ago during his fitness journey, he said, Dad, he said, golf pros look at shoes. Mm-hmm. He said, you guys watch the shoes. And he said, in the fitness industry, we watch what's going on inside the shoe. And one of the things I learned through, and I do require all of my instructors to be certified now in the fitness world through GOTA. And I uh, did that myself with a, a little bit of a stipulation. Ricky and Gary were kind enough. I said, look, I don't, I don't need the certification per se. I'm not going to advertise that I'm a fitness guy because I, I quite frankly don't have the time because of what I do with all my tour players, all my college players, my young high school players and everything to ever pretend to learn the exercises that go with the movement and those types of things. I wanted to learn how it pertained to what I'm doing with what they're doing with the body. And one of the things I learned through that journey was, you know, there's 26 bones, 33 joints and over a hundred tendons and ligaments in each foot. Yeah. There's a whole lot, there's a whole lot of stuff there. There's a little bit going on. <laughs> if there's not anything going on. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't really believe that the human body's got all of that in the, inside each shoe for it to just, you know, for the shoe to carry it around, keep it together. And yeah, exactly. That's the one thing in the golf industry that I, I really watch the foot and I watch how the, the pressure moves. I'm very fortunate. I've got a 3d swing catalyst, uh, in my bay and I use it extensively because it just tells us so much about what the body's doing, where it's going. And, and, you know, we talk about three things in the golf and in our, in, in our instruction, uh, here with Gathright golf. And that's that, you know, the foot is your connection to the ground. Uh, the time I spent with Harvey Penick, your hands are the only thing touching the club mm-hmm. and where your head moves controls a lot of what's going on below <laughs> as well. So yeah. It, to keep it pretty simple, if you can watch those three things, you can figure out a whole lot in this industry and doing it as many years as I've been fortunate enough to do. For sure. Yeah, and and I guess, you know, what has the impact been as you've gotten players involved in go to and working with their bodies and, and, and being kind of aware of that? What's been the, the, the impact of that? You know, I'm seeing more and more speed. I'm, I'm very fortunate in that I teach five players at Baylor. Uh, and one of them is a fifth year senior. Johnny Kiefer is a wonderful player right now. And uh, moving up the ranks in the PGA Tour U, I, I, the the scores these young guys shoot, it's unbelievable. Uh, the, the five rounds previous to yesterday that he had played at Baylor since they've been back, he shot 63, 60. 66, wow. 66, 67. And yeah, you that's know, a heck of a string of shots. I don't care where you're playing. That's really low. And, but yeah. uh, of those five guys, four of the five swing, have a ball speed over 180 miles an hour. Wow. And it's just amazing to see. I've got three girls that, that uh, I'm teaching right now, two in high school, one in college at the University of Arkansas. All of them. Uh, are over a hundred miles an hour with their club head speed. And mm-hmm. uh, we're just seeing more speed. We're seeing more movement uh, and, and better, safer movement on the golf course. And that, that's one of the things that we try to promote. It's going back to the steps that you take. If, you know, if you sit poorly, uh, you see so many of these younger kids, you know, they move naturally. I'm sure you've seen this. Just, you see the athlete walk in the gym and you're like, holy cow, 
uh, at a very young age, you just know how athletic they are and how well they move. But with going to school, sitting in the desk, uh, getting in shoes that maybe aren't the proper shoes for them at an early age, uh, playing video games, propping their feet up on the couch, not being on the ground and moving like they were when they were younger. Uh, we notice a lot of those changes. So we really try to get them on the ground, try to get them back to basics and then just get them moving more healthily. Uh, I think it's so important uh, when you can get people uh, to be aware of their movement patterns. And, and a lot of what we do begins at the foot. It's not just in the foot, but trying to learn to a number one, mobilize that ankle complex. You've really got two things that I look at in the golf swing. The ankle and the foot form a ball and socket platform. That's where a lot of rotational movement comes from in the golf swing. The femur and the pelvis form at the top of that, uh, form another ball and socket for rotational movement. The knees a hinge, uh, series of tendons and ligaments that kind of hold the upper leg and the lower leg together and protected by the kneecap. So uh, you see a lot of straightening. We hear in my industry all the time, people talk about straightening the knee on the backswing. Well, if, if you've got uh, a good foot position at a dress, you're not overly wide. I see a lot of players, in my opinion, get way too wide and lose a little bit of mobility. You want to be wide enough to be as fast and as mobile as you can, but if you get too wide, you lose it. So we, we watch the width, but we really try to promote great work in the ankle and foot and great work in the hip, and that's gonna get that right knee and right leg to extend and straighten the way it's supposed to. And then we try to pressure the left, if you're a right-handed player, try to pressure uh, the outer ball of the left foot and let that be the, the pivot point from there. And then you get the ankle and the hip working on the other side and you end up uh, with a lot of speed and a lot of consistency and, and great rotational strength and, and very most importantly, very safe movement, which that's, that's the ultimate and what we're looking for. And yeah, I mean, we see, you know, all the similar things. If you can rotate through those particular, every joint you've mentioned, <laughs> like things, things tend to work a little bit better, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. It, when you have a player that isn't rotating well through those areas, what do you tend to do for them? Like, do you go immediately body? Is it swing changes? What do you guys look at? How well, one of the player? things that we, one of the things that we try to do, and, and you hear a lot uh, in GoTo about groundwork, and mm -hmm. and I, I told one of my juniors the other day, I said the reason that he asked me, so well, I've kind of quit doing it because you know I I just do the groundwork, and I said, well, that's because you hadn't done the groundwork, so we can get you in the gym and actually strengthen you as well. It's not yeah. that we're just trying to do groundwork, but until you really have done the groundwork and got the mobility in the ankle and in the hip and 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 really got yourself into a good healthy movement pattern, I, all you're doing, and, and I, I saw this a couple of years ago, Coach Mike McGraw at Baylor is one of my very dearest friends. Mike and I played tour school together. Uh, in Dallas in the early 80s, and we've been friends for over 40 years now. And uh, uh, one of the most respected coaches in the industry and someone that looks at it a little differently. And, and the go-to guys and I went up and met with, with he and his trainer, and they've implemented a lot of the things that we've done there at Baylor. And, uh, and one of the things that I've, I've always appreciated, Mike, is his willingness to look beyond. And a, a couple of years ago, they had a football trainer uh, that was actually working with the team during the off season and they were doing a whole bunch of deadlifting. And when they got home, 
for the Christmas break, everybody got on the, you know, on the technology. I was seeing all my guys at that point in time, I, I had four Baylor players and three of the four had lost between four and six miles an hour of speed since it, since the fall began. And I was like, this is, there's gotta be a pattern what's going on. And then in walks Johnny Kiefer, who, oh, by the way, was an all American. And, uh, when the trainer told Johnny to do a bunch of deadlifting, he goes, look, I'm not being disrespectful. I'll do, I'll do something else, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and he had picked up about a mile and a half in, in speed. Yeah. And I got in touch with coach. We talked about it. We changed some of that. And then to give you an idea of what an innovator he is, Mike talked to the university. He went out and asked if I raise the money, I don't know what's right. And this was his comment. He goes, I don't know what's right, but I know what we're doing's not. Yeah, he awesome. goes, if I go out and raise the money, can I hire my own fitness person and not mm. work through the university? And they allowed him to do that. And um, I'm, I'm really thankful for that. He's done a great job with, with, and, and what Mike wants to leave his mark. And that's what I would tell you. You get to, to my age, Chris, I, I know you're a young guy, but uh, I've been at this a long time. And uh, certainly uh, I, I, you know, heard uh, uh, a, a song today with with uh, Toby Keys passing, talking about he had had a conversation with Clint Eastwood on the golf course about, you know, get up and don't let the old man in. Yep, and exactly. uh, one of the things that, that I know personally, I was having a lot of foot issues a few years ago. Um, I was supposed to caddy for Mac Meisner in the USAM at mm -hmm. Bandon Dunes of all places, which is not an easy walk to no, say. It is not. And I knew I was struggling with it. And Hunter gave me some simple exercises. What I like about it, some of the things we do, some of the groundwork I did on my bathroom floor for literally for about four months. I've never felt better. I, I carried the bag 78.2 miles that week and never That's had amazing. an issue one. And, and so I think the most important thing is, is the safety of the movement, making sure you're doing the work. And, and that's in anything, you know, in, in our industry, uh, whether we're teaching golf or we're working on fitness and golf, uh, they have to buy in, they have to do the work. And, and we're trying to instill it at such a young age that they, it becomes part of who they are, part of their system, as opposed to, oh, gosh, I've got to go to the gym. No, yeah. you you get to go to the gym so that you can do this for a long time at a real high efficiency level. I could not have said it better myself, Brian. That, that's, that's a hundred percent, uh, hundred percent. I mean, that's, that's probably one of the biggest challenges we run into is like golfers thinking that it's optional. It's like if your body doesn't work, you can't play. And, uh, I, I love just listening to the way that you guys have integrated it and, and the philosophy you guys have around it. It's, it's, it's awesome to hear. Well, the interesting thing, and, and, you know, like I said, I grew up in Texas. I grew up in a football family. Um, I played football through two years of junior college and then had the good fortune that, that Coach Hearn, actually, that I mentioned early on in the podcast, uh, he started a golf team my sophomore year. And I ended up making all conference in golf, of all things, and ended up going to Lamar University and playing golf down uh, in Beaumont, Texas, and, and it was a career changer for me. Uh, I'd played high school golf. I'd always played golf in the offseason, but it always been around football. But but the one thing that, that we see, you know, you'll see guys 
tape up things in football. You'll see them do things now on the professional level where the, the recovery is almost as big as the training aspect of it. Yep. But the thing that we don't talk about in golf is, as much is the little nagging things in golf are the ones that are so incredibly damaging to players because everything has to work. And that's one of the things that we've talked about with, with Ricky and with Gary, with Goda. Uh, when you look at the, like the cardiovascular system in, in the body or the, the, um, uh, you know, any system, whether it's bones or in anything else, we look at the entire system, the, the neuro system and everything. But in training so many times, we tend to segment each muscle. We tend to break things down. And, and one of the things that we try to do with our training is, is we try to integrate it into the total movement pattern. We're trying to give you a, a 30,000 foot view of movement in the body. And that's the way the golf swing is. I always tell young coaches that come uh, that try to watch me um, maybe teach and, you know, that I'm trying to help uh, become more educated in the game. We don't teach positions in golf. Mm -hmm. We teach motion. Yeah. And that's what, in that's what we try to do at Gathright golf in the gym. We try to teach motion mm -hmm. because ultimately that's what we're trying to do in our sport. We're trying to move the club as effectively and as efficiently as we can. And Oh, by the way, I want you to knock the heck out of it. So I want you to hit it hard and, and we want that movement to be safe, but we want it to be powerful and fast. And, and that's important. Yeah. A hundred percent, Brian. And, uh, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. This has been such an honor and, and it just, I, I love the conversations with like-minded people and, you know, like, like what you said, the golf swing is a, the body is a, is a system. And I think uh, approaching it as a system and as move motion together, uh, is so important. And, um, but I, I think as we wrap today, any kind of final kind of tips for, for everybody listening, or if, if, you know, they get you to know, the end and they're like, what's the one thing you want them to remember from today? The one thing that I want is, is first and foremost, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about something that I, I have a passion for. Uh, I know the importance of the, the strength side of training. It's not, like I said, it's not that being, you know, bigger, taller, faster, stronger, uh, doesn't make you, a, I, I want the athlete, uh, first and foremost, but I do want you to be healthy and I want you to be safe. And, and so be, you, you know, make sure you know that you're working with someone that can help you because as I mentioned, uh, I, it's still, I, I know Noda thinks this because I do the what ifs of you're, yeah. you're talking about someone that was on a trajectory that, uh, like, many have not seen in this sport and uh it's certainly you don't want to get hurt so you want to make sure what you're doing is safe and healthy but most important there are no shortcuts in this game and and if you really uh if you have a uh, if you're in a, a parent that has a young player watching this podcast or you're a young player wanting to excel or you're in your 60s and thinking about playing golf past retirement and those types of things I really want to encourage you to get in the gym, get with the trainer that you know has your interest at heart, and most importantly, do the homework both on and off the golf course and enjoy playing this game as long as you can because uh, it, it's truly like no other. Well said, Brian. Hey, uh, where 
where can people follow you, follow the Academy? Where, where, what's the best way for people to kind of get in touch with you if they want to hear more uh, from you? First and foremost, it's, it's, uh, you can Google me at, Brian, at uh, www.briangathrightgolf.com, uh, and it's B-R-Y-A-N-G-A-T-H-R-I-G-H-T, golf like the sport. Or uh, I'm at the, the uh, club at River Crossing, uh, in Spring Branch, Texas, just on the north side of San Antonio, and at Sweetwater Country Club in Sugarland, Texas. And I really appreciate the uh, opportunity. And, and Chris, if you get down the San Antonio area or in Houston, please let me know. I'd love to sit down with you and and uh, really spend some time. And and certainly, I also want to thank uh, the GoTo guys, uh, Ricky Stancy, Gary Scheffler, uh, certainly my son Hunter and Arthur Robinson for helping me on this journey uh i certainly wouldn't uh i I would never have even thought about going on a fitness podcast and talking to anyone uh, as knowledgeable as yourself about the the, the, what goes on in the gym had i not been on that journey with those guys and i really appreciate their patience and teaching an old dog a few new tricks and uh, (laughs) certainly thank you for letting me share a few thoughts today yeah, for sure, Brian. It, it, you, you will definitely be my first call next time I'm down that way. And uh, and we'll be sure for everybody listening, all, all the uh, everywhere to find Brian will be in the show notes. Uh, so just go ahead and click on it, uh, reach out, connect with uh, one of the greats in the game. Um, so thanks again, Brian, for the time. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, hopefully we'll do it again soon. Chris, my pleasure. Thanks again. Have a great day. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.